0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show and thank you so much for tuning in. Today, we are gonna be looking at Hannah Gadsby's latest Netflix special and the increasing racial tensions in the United States. Big yikes, just two very serious and unfunny topics right there. First off, Hannah Gadsby. She is of course the comedian who released Nanette and a while ago we did do an entire segment on that special. If you haven't seen Nanette yet, I really don't think you need to. It's pretty much just Gadsby yelling at her audience about how sexist and bigoted she thinks the world is. If you ask me, it's actually less of a stand-up comedy special and more of a one-woman intersectional feminist lecture. But hey, I mean, if that is your thing, then I guess go for it, because for a lot of critics, it turns out that is very much their thing. Critics, by and large, love that special. General audiences, not so much. And we can see that discrepancy in how the special was received by its Rotten Tomato scores. Uh, now, though, Gatsby is back with another special, this one called Douglas. And because I care about you lovely people so, so much, I took the time to watch it so you wouldn't have to. And actually, I, when I say watch it, I mean watch most of it. Because the funny thing is, and this is the only funny thing about this segment usually when i review these cringe comedy specials i do watch them in their entirety my tolerance level is pretty high but with this one i i just couldn't stomach it i had to bail out part way through which i think is a pretty good indication of its overall quality but before we get into it i want to tell you folks about the clt or classic learning tests so the sat and act are usually thought of as just these annoying tests that High schoolers, juniors, and seniors need to take a few times, but the reality is that the SAT and ACT are two of the most powerful forces driving curriculum in the United States. There is no question as well that the College Board, who owns the SAT, is a far-left organization. Just last year, the College Board had students reading Bernie Sanders' op-eds on the SAT. Would they do the same for something Donald Trump wrote? I don't think so. Good news is that there is a new company taking both of those tests on. The Classic Learning Test, or CLT, has been around for over four years and has already been adopted by more than 200 colleges. CLT is shorter than the SAT and ACT, and students can take it from the comfort of their own homes through remote proctoring technology. The final CLT of the year, the June 20th CLT, is fast approaching, and since the SAT and ACT have been canceled, demand for the CLT is high and seats for the June 20th CLT are limited. So if you are a high schooler or someone you know is, don't miss out. Save your seat and register today. Hundreds of colleges have already offered tens of thousands of dollars in scholarships for CLT scores, so register. Register today for the June 20th official college entrance exam at cltexam.com. That's cltexam.com. Register now. So controversial opinion here, I know, but I actually think that when she wants to be Hannah Gadsby can be funny. And I say that because I think I think she has the necessary comedic timing and wit. During Nanette, I I was actually laughing for the first few minutes of it to the point where I at first thought that everyone saying it wasn't funny, it was just woke trash, I thought they were being too sensitive then, of course, the special quickly devolved, and I had to admit, all right, maybe these other people have a point, but going into Douglas with Nanette behind us, I had an open mind. I was surprisingly optimistic. I thought, maybe this is my chance to see the funny Hannah Gadsby. I know, in in her comedy special, what what a novel opinion, and you know what? When Douglas was starting, I actually again, did chuckle. She, Hannah Gadsby, displayed a surprising amount of self-awareness about how serious and full of tension Nanette actually was that kind of led me to believe that maybe Douglas would be different. If
1: you're here because of Nanette, why? Don't get me wrong, it's a good show, solid bit of work, but it was a particular show of a very particular flavor. And if that is what is bought, what the f- are you expecting from this show? <laughs> Because I'm sorry, if it's more trauma, I, I'm fresh out. <laughs> Had I known just how wildly popular trauma was going to be in the context of comedy, I might have budgeted
0: my... A bit better. That's funny, right? I mean, you don't have to like Hannah Gadsby. That's that's funny though. She's being self-aware, kind of lighthearted about how serious and maybe uncomfortable the net was, and it led me to believe that hey, maybe something different would be in store for Douglas. Uh, those hopes were quickly dashed, though, very very quickly. So at the start of the show, Gadsby kind of goes through what the special is going to consist of, and it doesn't take her long to mention the dreaded patriarchy.
1: -"I am going to tell you a story about a curious incident that took place in the dog park in the daytime. Oh! Now, it's a fun story. It's a fun story. And, and throughout that story, I will touch on, with consent, most of the major themes of the show, so watch out for those. And it will also include a fair dose and what I call a gentle and very good-natured needling of the patriarchy.
0: So that's how it's gonna be, pretty much. And you know what, I'll say now that comedy is, of course, subjective. I've kind of gotten chewed out by fans of Bill Burr when I said I don't find Bill Burr funny. Uh, Louis C.K. fans got mad at me when I said, hey, maybe it's, it's not the best idea to talk about or even asked to masturbate in front of people you work with because, you know, you you work with them. But you know what, that's, that's fine. Hannah Gadsby clearly has a shtick that her audience likes. And by the way, her audience does like this. Throughout these clips, you're gonna notice that even though you may not be laughing and I certainly wasn't, her audience is. And it's the same with this little patriarchy line. Her audience ate it up and to her credit, Gadsby does tell people like me that, hey, if this isn't your thing, you are free to leave.
1: Very important that you expect that because it is there and if that's not your thing leave i've given you plenty of warning just go off your pop man flakes at your guy, go on with you
0: at this point i could already tell if i wasn't sure at first that douglas would not be for me and you know what that is okay because i'm not someone who just because i don't like some things thinks that no one else should like it or that it needs to be cancelled i am totally fine with netflix hosting and paying for this type of content because you know what i don't really compliment netflix a lot but they did fund dave Chappelle's sticks and stones uh bill burr's paper tiger so you know what fine give gadsby her new special but i do want to point out here that even though her audience seems to be liking, oh she's poking fun at patriarchy she didn't actually make a joke about patriarchy yet. She just said she was going to. And here we have not really laughter, it's more clapter. her. Her audience is approving because she's going to be taking shots of patriar- at patriarchy, but she hasn't actually done that yet. So it, I think what we see here is more her audience just liking her opinions rather than finding her funny. And again, a show is allowed to be about that, but why it's classified as comedy when nothing really funny yet has happened That's more what I'm confused about. And uh, it didn't take even longer in the show before she started talking about misogyny. Now, after that story, I'm gonna tell another story. What? Look at me go. I know, classic. The second story
1: is about a misdiagnosis I received, and I'm going to blame that misdiagnosis squarely on misogyny,
0: because it's true. In my opinion, this is another example of clapter, right? It's something that people agree with, so they're clapping, but they're not really laughing because something funny was said. Essentially, what Gatsby said was blame men. I do. Is is that a joke? Even if you agree with that position, is is that a joke again this is all in my opinion a question of what is even comedy because comedy whether something is funny or not is subjective but is the existence of something comedic also subjective that's that's a bit more of a A meta question and we don't have time to discuss it today but what we do have time for is hannah gadsby's dog park story the one she alluded to at the beginning i didn't make it to the diagnosis story but i did make it to the dog park story the one that takes shots at the patriarchy and uh, it's even more stupid than, than you could imagine. This
1: bloke just walks up to me. I mean, he had a dog. He wasn't just being creepy, he had context.
0: Now, this was my uh, friend's icebreaker.
1: We'd never met, this was his icebreaker. He said, did you know, it takes less muscles to smile than frown. Now, the men in the audience are sitting there going, oh, you've experienced an isolated incident. And the women are sitting there going, oh, for sake. <laughs>
0: And non-binary folk are like, is that a hard day for you, is it? See, when Hannah Gadsby said she would be taking shots at the patriarchy, I thought she would actually be talking about something patriarchal, like having fewer rights than men. I didn't realize that we had diminished the word patriarchy in 2020 to mean being in a roundabout kind of cutesy way told. To smile and by the way am i the only woman on the planet who's not being told consistently by strangers to smile or am i just an unusually happy person (laughs) or maybe it's it's like a vicious circle like feminists are grumpy because they're feminists and so they're grumpy then people tell them to smile more but then that just enforces their feminist rage and you know it just develops like that maybe i don't know uh I obviously was not a fan of this special, in fact, I stopped, this this is right where I stopped watching, when I realized being told to smile was her patriarchal dog park story. I was like, I, I'm, I'm on my head out. Uh, but it should come as no surprise to you that so far, this special is relatively new, but so far the left-wing critics out there seem to love it. We have this here from our friends over at the Mary Sue. According to this one reviewer, if Nanette was a meditation on trauma, Douglas is a statement on pure, unadulterated female rage. Isn't that what you all just want to see in your comedy specials? quote, pure, unadulterated female rage. Doesn't that sound like such a fun time, right? They continue, Gadsby comfortably spends a lot of time within the emotion of anger, and it's the most fascinating thing about her performance. She vents, she blows off steam. She describes pufferfish moments in which provocation slight and significant cause an instantaneous enraged reaction and a, well, puffed up response. There is nothing meek or apologetic or accommodating about Hannah Gadsby's performance, and it is equal parts funny and inspiring. The people at the Mary Sue are free to like Hannah Gadsby's special. You folks are free to tune into it if that is how you want to spend your evening, but for me, uh, I think I'm finished with Hannah Gadsby unless, of course, she puts out a, another special. And I just can't resist the draw of easy content, but for now, I think I have tortured myself and you folks quite enough. So, uh, you know, to lighten the mood a little bit, let's talk about increasing racial tensions. So, right Racial tension is becoming a theme in 2020 politics. Uh, We've seen this from Biden, the recent shooting in uh, Georgia, the very unfortunate one the racial narrative is is stronger than it's ever been which is frustrating for people like me who think that actually things are getting worse rather than better Uh, and now we recently have this video of a woman calling the cops on a man in a dog park that has once again set off claims of racism not racism and we also have an even more shocking video uh, of a cop actually standing or kneeling rather on a black man's neck which has resulted in him being fired we're gonna be going over both of those cases but first i need to let you know about expressvpn it is none of my business or anyone else's business in my opinion what you do on the internet what you choose to look at You do you, go nuts. Uh, You may be thinking though, if you're in incognito mode or if you delete your browser history that no one can see what you've been doing, that is false. Uh, Your internet service provider can still see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I surf the web, even when I'm at home, I use ExpressVPN every time I go online. ExpressVPN makes sure your ISP can't see what sites you visit. Instead, your internet connection is rerouted through ExpressVPN's secure servers. ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your data with best-in-class encryption so your information is always protected. Use the internet with confidence from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. ExpressVPN has you covered on every device. It's super easy to use. Just cl- click a button and then you're protected. ExpressVPN is the fastest and most trusted VPN on the market. It's rated number one by CNET, Wired, The Verge, and countless more. So protect your online activity today and support the show with the VPN that I trust to secure my privacy. Visit my special link at ExpressVPN, expressvpn.com slash lauren and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package that's expressvpncom ncom slash lauren again expressvpn.com slash lauren to learn more so we have this video that was released showing an altercation between two people at a dog park that has gotten everybody especially on social media just in a tiffy we have it here Would you please stop sorry i'm asking you to stop please don't come close to me
1: sir i'm asking you to stop recording me please don't come close to me please take your phone off please don't come close to me and i'm me. taking pictures calling the cops please please call the cops please call the cops i'm going to tell them there's an african-american man threatening my life please tell them whatever you like there is an african-american man i am in second life he is recording me I'm threatening myself and my dog and my... i'm sorry i can't hear you either i'm being threatened by a man into the ramble please send the cops immediately
0: now if you ask me the way that that woman was so keen to bring up that that man was african-american is a little bit strange most people i think would say that that is irrelevant to the story maybe not if she's on the phone with the police you could say she's trying to describe the suspect in question to the police so they can more easily identify them but the fact that she was saying i'm gonna tell them an african-american person is threatening me to the guy before she'd even called the cops that's very, very strange. It seems like she was making raise an issue when it really didn't need to be one. So, of course, people were all over that woman. She has been doxxed and fired, and I, I threatened. I don't support what's happened to her, even though I think she was acting wrongly in that video, not to mention choking the dog, it looks like. But it turns out, according to one post, that what she had alleged that the man had threatened her dog may actually be accurate. Uh, we have this from Christian Cooper, a Harvard University grad. According to his own Facebook page, this is how the exchange went down. He said, ma'am, dogs in the ramble have to be on a leash at all times. The sign is right there. She said, no, dog runs are closed. He needs his exercise. And eventually he says, look, if you're going to do what you want, I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it which I think does sound like a threat. She says, what's that? Then he said to the dog, come here, puppy. She said, he won't come to you. Apparently things went from bad to worse for Central Park Karen. He said, we'll just see about that before adding, I pull out the dog treats I carry for just such... Uh, a case i didn't even get a chance to toss any treats to the pooch before karen scrambled to grab the dog this does sound like a veiled threat toward the dog i'm not saying that the woman acted appropriately but it kind of does seem like both people were in the wrong with this was this racially motivated on behalf of the woman's part perhaps potentially uh but it does at the end of the day seem like these these were just two people who were kind of being jerks about it. Uh, So I'm not gonna be defending either one of them, although I will just say that Christian Cooper, the man in this video, has condemned the death threats the woman has been getting. Uh, The more serious case that we have, though, is now a video that surfaced. It's about nine minutes long, and it shows a cop kneeling uh, on a black man's neck who is fully restrained. The video is nine minutes long. He's being knelt on, the man who's being arrested for pretty much the entirety of that. And and he then died shortly thereafter. People are saying this is murder, police brutality. Uh, We have a clip of the footage here, but I will warn you, it's very, it's disturbing to watch, especially with the knowledge that the man does die after. But if, if you're comfortable with it, take a look. Bro, get up, and get in the car, man. I will. Get up, and get in the car. I can't move. I've been waiting the whole car, ah, ah, bro, Get up, and get Mama, in the car. Mama. Get up, get in the car right. I can't. can't get y'all an to get in, bro. I right. told you, you can't win. My knee. You can't My win, neck. man. I'm through I know you are never, you listen. Definitely hard to watch. And we have this piece from theblaze.com detailing the situation a little bit more. It says federal authorities are investigating at least one Minneapolis police department officer on a possible civil rights violation after a video featuring a man's gruesome detainment went viral. Officers responded to a scene for a forgery in progress on Monday. After engaging with the suspect, an officer ended up pinning the man to the ground with his knee. WCCO-TV reported that the man, later identified as 40-year-old George Floyd, allegedly attempted to use forged documents to pay for food at a nearby market. The man, who appeared to be in medical distress on that viral video, later died. Four officers, including the officer cited on a possible rights violation, were involved in the incident. The Daily Mail reported that thousands of protesters took to the streets in Floyd's name. On Tuesday, officers in riot gear policed the scene and in some cases were forced to fire rubber bullets and tear gas at demonstrators. Footage also showed police officers launching smoke bombs and flash grenades into the angry crowds. So this is a very disturbing case, if you ask me. Uh, Let's talk about the racial aspect of it first. In my opinion, there is not enough information here to know whether this was racially motivated or not, right? Not every confrontation between a white person and someone who is not white is due to race. I think that's a gross oversimplification of things. Some people might say you can say that, but you know, taken all together, this does paint a picture, especially with the Georgia shooting of just black people being handled or mistreated time and time again by white people. It is still very much the case that more people who are white uh, deal with violent altercations with the cops, even life ending ones. Uh, you could say that, well, it's disproportionately African American or black. Then people might say well is it because they're black or is it because certain neighborhoods and demographics do commit more crime than others i i don't have the answer there i honestly don't Uh, i think at the end of the day rather than just calling everybody racist we need to look at the root causes of these problems which for a lot of these things are criminality and i think especially (laughs) with the the minnesota case poor police training this was a man who was not in the middle of committing a violent crime, right? Forgery is illegal, but it's not something anyone gets physically hurt for. Uh, you could say that he looked like he was resisting arrest a little bit. He told the officer many, many times that he couldn't breathe. Uh, there was no reason for the officer to continue kneeling on his neck. And Actually, I've seen reports from other cops saying kneeling on someone's neck is not a, not a method of restraint that is taught by police officers. As someone who is on the right as conservatives, I know we're very pro-cop traditionally, and I, I do very much thank police officers for everything they do to protect and serve. But at the same time, I also think that being conservative means having a healthy skepticism for people who might abuse their positions of power and authority. And if you ask me, it's absolutely for cops to do that. And I think that's exactly what happened here defending cops no matter what they do is not a good look for conservatives. Uh, thankfully, I have seen a lot of people on the right call out these police officers for their overuse of force, and I would love to see more of that. It's one of the reasons why I so firmly believe that body cams should be in widespread use to keep both police officers and civilians accountable for their actions. Think about it. Think about how much more clarity we would have on all of these cases, whether they were racially motivated or not, whether there was unjust force use or not, if there were cameras available at all times. Body cams. Uh, I do think the people who were at the scene with George Floyd filming the incident so we could see what actually happened. I question, though, why no one did or said anything to bring more attention to the fact that he couldn't breathe. Not to say that the the end result would be any different, but it's just, it's so sad and upsetting to watch uh, a man essentially be choked to death by a police officer i don't think there's any justification for what happened um these are i think stories that are having more light shone on shone onto them because of the national debate we are having on race and i think it's right and just that we speak out about them but i also think it would be a mistake to assume that they are representative of what happens in the united states every day or representative of how white people over or, or black people all over uh treat one another and people have brought this double standard up many many times right the number of interracial murders that are committed is much larger black people on white people than it is the opposite way around it it would be very easy and frankly a lot of white nationalists do bring up those um those stats as a reason why racial segregation should happen or why black people are inherently violent which i think is wrong my advice to the people who are doing the opposite to prove that white people are gunning down black people is that you will not like where this this pointing of the fingers leads to. Ultimately, I think we should be able to condemn racism when we're sure it happens. When it does happen, we should be able to condemn overuse of force when it happens. I spoke out about the Arbery case. My mind has not been uh, changed as to the, uh, the son and the father being in the wrong there this is just all very very upsetting and i have a feeling that before election season is over in the united states we're going to be seeing a lot more of these stories uh, not just come out but also be sensationalized um i, I don't think this was cause for violent riots uh, the the officers have been dealt with and i hope that charges frankly are are brought to them as well in addition to the firing that's pretty much all I have to say on the issue, though, and as always, I would love to know what your thoughts are. Do you think the officers acted correctly in the situation? Do you think them being fired and potentially charged in the future is going to be fair? And uh, are you going to be checking out Hannah Gatsby's special? Let me know. But that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.